Hi everyone, we're continuing with the basic elements of the Christian life, a series covering topics foundational to being a Christian. My name is David, and today we'll be covering the way to build up the church. First of all, we need to see what is the church. The church is not a physical building or a place, but a corporate entity composed of all the genuine believers in Christ, built together to be the body of Christ for his expression, and the bride of Christ as his counterpart. So how does the Lord build up the church? Well, the Lord is not built with the church by knowledge, eloquence, by gifts, but by the constitution of Christ into his believers. When the Lord is built into our being, the church is built up. Only the element of Christ himself in us can build up the church. We can see this clearly in the verses that we wish to cover today, which are Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. Ephesians is a book in the heart of the Bible and really is a book on the church. So let's start with verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father. The apostle is praying here for the believers in Ephesus, and he's praying, bowing on his knees. So this is something that is very serious and something very sober. In verse 15 he says, Of whom every family in the heavens and on earth is named. Then in verse 16, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit into the inner man. Paul prayed that the Father would strengthen us into the inner man. What is the inner man in this verse? The inner man is our regenerated spirit, which has God's life as its life. Man is created in three parts, spirit, soul, and body. And our spirit was created to contact God. When we were regenerated, when we were saved, God's life came into our spirit. But every day, our spirit needs to be strengthened with power. Here's an example. Say we get together and we're talking about a topic. It could be world events, something happening at school, anything really. And our mind is very active to talk and give forth knowledge. And then someone says, let us pray. And immediately the room becomes quiet. Well, the reason we're so quiet is that our spirit is quite weak. So we really need to pray, Father, strengthen me into my inner man. Father, make my spirit strong today through your spirit. Well, once our inner man is strong, according to verse 16, next we go to verse 17, that Christ may make his home in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Our spirit is strong, but the Lord does not only want to remain in our spirit, but he wants to spread into our heart, which is our mind, emotion, and will, plus our conscience. The Lord is in our spirit, but he wants to spread into our entire heart. To make home is different than being a guest. If I'm a guest in someone's house, I can only stay in the room I'm invited in. I don't open every drawer. I don't go wherever I want. I'm quite restricted. If I live in my home, I can go anywhere. I can open any drawer and go into any room. Well, the Lord does not want to be a guest restricted in our heart to only the places we want him to be, but we want to let him make his home in our heart. He wants to have access to every part of our mind, every emotion, every decision we make with our will. This takes a lifetime, but we should pray every day, not only that the Lord would strengthen our spirits, but that he would make his home deep down in our hearts. He would spread, and he would have his full way in us. As he makes his home, 
He is rooted, which refers to life, and grounded, which refers to building, in us in love. As he makes his home in us, his element is being built into us, and the church is being built up. So our spirit is strengthened. The Lord is making his home in our heart. Then in verse 18, we may be full of strength to apprehend with all the saints what the breadth and length and height and depth are. Here we are strengthened. Christ is making his home. And then we're full of strength to apprehend not only as individual Christians, but together with all the saints, the breadth, the length, the height and depth. What are the breadth and length and the height and depth? These are the vast dimensions of Christ, the unsearchable riches of Christ referred to earlier in this chapter. Christ is so broad. He has such length. He has such height. He has such depth. We really want to experience and see all the vast dimensions of our wonderful Christ together with all the saints. And this takes our spirit to be strong and the Lord to make his home in our heart for us to see all these riches. And in verse 19, And to know the knowledge surpassing love of Christ, that you may be filled unto all the fullness of God. Hallelujah. When we're strengthened, he's making his home in us. Finally, we can be filled unto all the fullness of God. The fullness of God is the church, the corporate expression of God to fulfill his intention. It's like a cup that's just full of the riches as the riches bubble over, as they overflow, that becomes the fullness. This is really God's intention, that we're filled to such an extent that we're overflowing to become the fullness as his corporate expression. Well, I encourage you to pray Ephesians 3, 14 and 19 every day. Father, strengthen me today into the inner man, that Christ may make his home in my heart, that I would be filled unto all the fullness of God. If we pray this every day, and we allow the Lord to fulfill this prayer in us, surely he would constitute himself into us. And as he adds his element into us, the church will be built up. May the Lord gain each one of us in this way. Amen.